Welcome to My Father's House podcast, featuring the anointed teaching ministry of Pastor Jose Boveda. Pastor Jose's vision working with the local Metro Police Department, county commissioners, and vendors to the Southeast Las Vegas community has been instrumental in seeing the worst crime areas in the state of Nevada drop 43%. This prompted Christian International to choose My Father's House as Church of the Year in 2018. Hi. I'm Pastor Tony Gandula, and I've enjoyed the mentorship and guidance of Pastor Jose for over 40 years. So get ready, and now you too can be mentored and inspired in your walk with Jesus. You're going to overcome the wrong type of suffering. You're going to show them. Can you imagine if he were able to knock out 50% of the suffering that you've gone through that was useless? I know I've gone through useless suffering. How about a woman that marries the wrong person? They keep on marrying the wrong people. Or a man that keeps on marrying the wrong woman over and over again. Unnecessary what? Suffering. Now, I know none of us can relate to any of that because, you know, we all came out of our mothers with a King James Bible in our hands quoting scriptures, but... That's for other people, huh? So let me get into this. The first thing is we must lose our fear of suffering. Do you know how you lose your fear of things? By becoming familiar with them. The unknown you don't want to deal with the unknown. You got it? I'll give you an example. You see a bunch of bikers. It's a motorcycle gang. You're intimidated. You don't feel like walking up and saying, hey, what's up, bro? Because they look mean, don't they? And if they're outlaw bikers, they are mean. <laughs> now, this is what is amazing. I used to be a biker. I used to, you know, fly a patch uh, out of uh, Southern California. I don't look like a biker. But because I'm familiar, they're not an unknown to me, I don't have the fear that the average people have about them. Did you get that? Now, when I was, before I went into the motorcycle, you should have seen my first contact with them. I was terrified. I had a chopper. You know, I planned it the first time I went. I knew where the gangs met the first time because I wanted to be one of them. That's why my mother said I was a professional idiot. And uh, I remember pulling up the first time. There was only this much space in between bikes. I mean, it was just packed. All the different gangs. It was a situation and I remember going, oh my God, 
what if I go in there? I'm not experienced and I'm all nervous. And I go to put my bike down and I hit somebody else's bike. And I just, I just saw the bikes just falling like cards. I was terrified. My first contact with it, but I didn't know them. I didn't, I didn't know. It was the unknown. The church must lose its fear of suffering. And the reason why the ch we have such fear of suffering is because we have suffered unnecessarily so much. We haven't even been able to tell the right suffering from the wrong sufferings. What are the benefits? Remember the ballerina? She, how, how, how many of the, the strongest men we have in the church, how many of you can tippy-toe and just hold your whole body and tippy-toe? And then let's do some circles on top of that. Are you kidding me? We're going to lose our fear of suffering. We're going to know. You become familiar with things and then they're, they're not the unknown. I'll give you an example. You never walk up to somebody's motorcycle and grab a hold of the throttle and do this. When I was a gang member, I had people do that. You don't touch their motorcycles. They have spent hours cleaning it. If you do this to the gas, you put gas in the cylinders, and that's not good because then the gas just sits on top of the cylinders and it, it, it comes through the piston rings and it mixes with your oil at the bottom, and that's not good. So if you know not to, but if you walk up to them, watch this. And you go, let's say, you know that there's girl motorcycle gangs? Yeah. And you walk up to the girl and you go, that is the most gorgeous, adorable bike I've ever seen. You, no. <laughs> you compliment them and you go, man, that is one bad looking motorcycle. Guess what? Because you knew that, you're, you're taking a whole, you're not, see, that fear isn't terrifying you. And if you're very lucky, they won't ask you, well, you want to go for a ride? <laughs> No, I don't like it that much. <laughs> You're not supposed to let suffering control you, but you are supposed to let God control your suffering for you. So here we go. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Fear is what? Bondage. We are terrified of suffering. But ye have received the spirit of what? Adoption. Wherefore we cry, Abba, Father. So what gives you freedom from bondage? And the spirit of fear? God's my daddy. 
if this is happening to me, it's because I'm being trained. Come, so I'm going to enter the ring for somebody else and save their life. We have a young lady here in the congregation right now that literally by ministering to a young girl this week, having contact, uh, the young girl did not, uh, has not taken her life. Can you say hero? You jump in the ring with them. And you know how to deal with it. And when you're done helping that person, your reward, first of all, is knowing who you are. I am a hero. I am the supergirl. I am the superman that God used. Your self-worth, listen to me, please listen to me. Your self-worth, somebody has to understand your self-worth. And you know who that first person is? You. You want to get rid of a low self-esteem? See, as you're helping them, you're shaping yourself. You're allowing God to shape you. And when you look in the mirror, you'll start to see the image of God. And you'll want to help somebody. You'll become like Jesus. Jesus suffered on the cross for us. Now we're talking about the right type of suffering. And we'll be covering all these details as we go on with this. The Spirit itself bears witness that we are the children of God. So now God's Spirit is your witness, because you, you have to have a witness in the case, right? And the Spirit of God goes, yeah! They're a child of God. And the Spirit testifies to everybody in the courtroom the whole world testifies to you, testifies to everything around you that you are a child of God and everything submits to that. The things that used to control you, now you go, I am going through this because I'm going to be a blessing to somebody else. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Me. Say me. We know he strengthens everybody else, but why does the verse say me? Because in that moment, you are the hero. You have to be a hero to yourself, and then you're a hero to them. And if children, then what? There's, you, you have an inheritance, huh? You inherited something. Notice how it tells you, and because of this, you've inherited this. But if children then heirs, heirs of God and joint together, heirs with Christ, if so be that ye suffer with him. Whoa! I really like this message, tell that. But joint heirs. Do you know that Jesus suffered for others? 
you know what the Bible says? You want to know the, the raw truth about the crucifixion? You know what it says? This is what was going on in his mind. That because of the joy that was said before him, he endured the cross. You know what gave him strength? The joy. What was the joy? You. I don't care how worthless you think you are. Listen to this. He drew strength from looking into the future and seeing you saved a child of God. Having God as your father. And it made him happy. And it gave him the strength. What did he say on the cross? My God, my God, my Father, my Father, why have you forsaken me? Then where did he get his strength? If there was a, a separation from the Father. I just quoted you the scripture. That because of the joy that was said before him, he endured the cross. That word endure the cross means everything that happened while he was being crucified. Including why hast thou forsaken me? But he saw the joy. You. Us. But. We screwed up people. It's a mystery. Gave him the strength because he looked at us. Redeemed. And that gave him joy. Because it says... That he endured the cross because of the joy that was said what? Before him. Do you see why we're one with his sufferings? We were all screwed up. And we gave him joy. And he suffered to pay for all of our sins. You don't have to pay for your sins. I don't care what you've done. You know, sometimes I sit up here and I go, God, how can I communicate what's in the heart and the mind into a, a mortal language that'll touch them and put what I just experienced with you inside of them? And at other times, you minister to me. Regina, thank you. I love Re Regina's, I, I love her heart, I, I, I love her pastries, <laughs> and she's trying to make me feel better, and you know, whenever, I'm serious, when something happens and so forth, Regina will make me these little goodies, and then I share them with my grandchildren, you don't know that, and they love them just as much as I do, and somehow that makes things feel better. No, it wasn't a million dollars. 
It was just that somebody loves me enough to do something like that. And I always thank her husband. I go, thank you for lending her to us. So we're going to lose our fear of what? Of suffering because we're going to understand it. And we'll continue this message next week. Okay? We still have the back page. But I guarantee you something. You're going to step into the ring of suffering because sooner or later you will and you're going to say, I'm taking you down. Why? Because I've been trained by the best. Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. So, can I, you know, sometimes you're ministering and you see things in the spirit, you know, you're, what does that mean? Well, what it means is that you feel a drawing towards somebody and they stand out. But it doesn't mean that you're supposed to open your mouth because it might be very personal. Sometimes you're supposed to say something. Sometimes you just find out and then you pray for that person afterward. Like a couple of, what was it, less than a week? We had a young man, he was back here. Uh, one of his relatives brought him. Uh, he ended up walking out of the church with $300. I had no idea. And um, I, I had a businessman come up to me and say, here, give me a bunch of loot. And I already had enough. All my bills are paid. You know, we're blessed. And he said, you can keep this for yourself or do whatever you want with it, but here. So I got up and I was preaching and I started handing out $100 bills. Oh, what a great sacrifice. Are you kidding? I didn't have to do nothing to it. You know what I had to do for it? Watch. Thank you. What a suffering. Do you think that's suffering? And it was God. Now listen to this. Something had happened with that young man. I don't know all the details. But I gave him $100 bills. I said, here. And then I gave another $100 bill to somebody else in the church. And you know what they did? They got up and gave it to that young man. Then I gave a $100 bill to somebody else. And you know what they did? They got up. That's you in action, by the way. And gave it to that young man. That young man is overwhelmed. All of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord comes over me. And I say it. And I tell him, now there's a covenant with that. Whenever you hear somebody talk about a cro uh, crooked preachers, and there's plenty... Money hungry, which are going to split hell wide open. Yes, God is very clear about that. And, um, and I told him, whenever you hear somebody talk about a crooked preacher, 
You're under covenant with God and you're supposed to say, but some are not. That's simple, isn't it? Not all. Some, there's a, something happened to him. I know, a deep healing. But he passed away. No one knew he was going to pass away. At the long, uh, do you know uh, how long it was since he passed away? It was less than two years. Less than? Yeah. And he passed away. Me and my wife, another young man, we walked into a yogurt place. We were compelled. We told him about Jesus. He gave his heart to Jesus. Came to church one time. It was a good thing. It's awesome. He was with his mother. He went to take one step off of the sidewalk. And he passed away. Trust me. I thought I would pass away before that young guy did. I always tell people, be careful when you're coveting your older relatives' uh, money because you might go before they do. We suffer together. That young man had gone through some suffering. I know it. But the end of his suffering, something happened there in between a church or something. He was hurt, I'm telling you. But there was a great healing that happened. And God makes sure that happened. That he got touched. Okay, can we stand together? Next week we continue on this. Hallelujah. Say this, the resurrection, resurrection. Power, power, hallelujah, the resurrection power, the resurrection power. rips us away from the wrong suffering. You're going to be ripped away from the wrong suffering. Thank you for listening to My Father's House podcast. You can listen to more by subscribing to My Father's House Church at Google Play or Apple iTunes. You can donate to help reach our world by visiting us at mfhlv.com and check us out on Facebook at My Father's House Las Vegas and YouTube. Thank you, and may God bless you richly today.